Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. I was glad to have this young lady back. She's the editor-in-chief at UncoverDC.com. It's Tracy Beans. Tracy, how are you? I'm good, Joe. Thanks for having me, like my disembodied voice today. <laughs> People love seeing you, but I know that you're traveling, and I appreciate you making time for us anyway. Um, I, one thing that I want to make sure that I, I reiterate, and, and I'm not kissing up here, you've got some of the most vehement fans, some of those loyal fans and followers and consumers of what it is that you do journalistically uh, out of anybody that, I, that I've ever had on the program. These people really just go nuts. They come to my stream and watch us. They go and they, they download the videos when we do our interviews. I know they're going to uncover DC all the time as well. It's got to feel good. I mean, uh, you have been so vindicated over the past couple of years. I know that you've been just targeted by social media and shut down by so many different places, accusations and all sorts of stuff happening. But at the end of the day, people know they're getting the real goods from you. It's got to feel good. It, it does. Thank you for saying that. It's, it's because people want the truth, Joe. Yeah. People want the truth. That's why they listen to your show and drove too. I mean, we've talked about this a bunch. You are unafraid and you're, you're, you're like my spirit animal. So I... Well, no, I, and I appreciate you. that. Well, thank you. Hey, now, let me ask you this, and I don't want any names because uh, I don't worry. Honestly, I think you know me well enough. I don't think anybody's my competition. I think there's plenty of room. It's not a zero-sum game. I'm not trying to beat every other talk show host. But why do other talk shows, why are they afraid to have you on? Do, do you have any idea? Because I, I know, I don't feel like I'm brave to have you on. I have you on because you're great, and you give great information, and it's above reproach. Why, why do others shy away, do you think? You know what's interesting? We were just having this conversation, especially in the conservative space. Yeah. Na- name some women. That, like, you just had Sarah Carter, right? Yes. Okay, so there's one. There's Julie Kelly. Yes. But, like, in the conservative media podcasting space for women at a very high level, like, like, like a Ben Shapiro, they don't like, they don't like to have, I don't know why. There's just no women. We're I wonder what that there. is. I wonder what that is. I, and it, I wonder if it is a subconsciously a gender thing. Because I'll have anybody on. If somebody's really good, and by the way, we're friends as well. I mean, we, we sort of absolutely saw eye to eye immediately. And I knew that the work that you were doing was great. Even when people were criticizing you, I was like, what are you talking about? She didn't say that. She wrote the facts. So, I mean, I, you, you have to have people on who are doling out the truth. And I don't rely on myself to be the reporter of everything in the world. That's why I need somebody like you who is so good at, at, at seeking out and sniffing out the real deal. So, again, I mean, the, the mutual admiration society aside, um, I think everybody <laughs> should have you on. I think everybody should take uh-huh. in your, your social media. I think everybody should go to UncoverDC.com. Again, if you sucked at your job, I would still like you, but I wouldn't have you on as much. You know, you're very, very Thank good you. at what you do. So let's, okay, let's put that aside. Uh, let's get into Kyle Serafin. Kyle Serafin is a guy that you introduced me to. He's an FBI agent who has been suspended without pay for a long time now because he dared tell the truth about what's happening in the FBI. He's a whistleblower, just like our friend Steve Friend is, um, a whistleblower who I hope will get some time and some face time in front of these Judiciary Committee, the Oversight Committees, everything else, um, in front of the Republican House of Representatives. But you were telling me before we started today, there's an angle of this story that is really dastardly. In other words, uh, Kyle Serafin unloaded on something and whistle blew about something. The FBI pretended they fixed it, and you're saying they didn't. Fill in the blanks for me. What, what is all this? What's happening? Correct. So I, I, I'm one of those people that if you've got the documents and we can validate them, they're, they're going up, right? So yes. this past week, Uncovered DC blew the whistle wide open on two stories. Um, one of the one you're referencing, I had Kyle Serfin actually wrote the analysis for us because I thought that he and he thought that he would be the best person to do it. And he was he was correct. The FBI's Richmond division 
in, in Virginia wrote an intelligence product um, to protect people from the threat of white supremacy, which this intelligence product says has found a home within Catholics who prefer the Latin mass in church. Stop it. So it's basically, yes. It's no, one of those no, 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 I, I, I must stop yes. you. There, the FBI wants us to believe that white supremacy is, is being perpetrated or propagated in Catholic churches that speak Latin? Shut up. What? They're saying that the preference for the Catholic mass in Latin instead of the vernacular and a number of other like traditional views on other world religions can amount to, quote, an adherence to anti-Semitic, anti-immigrant, anti-LGBTQ, and white supremacist ideology. And we have published the entire intelligence product on our website. It's eight pages long. And you can go in and you can read it for yourself and see exactly what they said. Well, we, we published this bravely, um, I have to say. A lot of other people jumped on. It went viral. The FBI was forced to respond, Joe, and say that they were removing this, that it didn't meet their standards, and that it wasn't acceptable as an intelligence product because it relied primarily on Salon, the Atlantic, and the Southern Poverty Law Center for its conclusion. For those who don't know, unex- all, all three of those outlets are extreme, far left-wing, radical outlets that hate the Constitution, hate the country, and will lie about you to shut your mouth. Did, did I get that right? Cor- correct. A hundred percent. Yeah. All right. So, so good news. So they, you, you, you guys put Kyle Serafin does the thing. You put it on in cover DC. Great news. The FBI is going to get rid of this. It doesn't meet their standards. Great. Now what? Sadly, sadly, that seems not to be the case because Kyle and his crew, they call themselves the suspendables, which I think is really cute. Um, <laughs> they, they, they get stuff from inside the bureau every single day. Like another thing we published this week was a column with some inside or some training modules that, that were done inside of the Bureau. We published the manual on those. They combined insider threat training with whistleblower training, kind of like, hey, guys, stop blowing the whistle. Otherwise, you'll be considered an insider threat. Wow. And then we published the emails of a director at the, uh, of the director of human resources, the, the woman who gives out all the clearances and also um, is in charge of, of um, training. And we, we had her emails, 188 pages of them that would make you cringe, Joe. We published them. We uploaded them to Scribd. Scribd has deleted those off of their service. We'll, we'll not continue to host them. So we're looking for another place for them to find their home. Um, but what the FBI is actually doing. Well, why won't they host them? Are they real? I and mean, they're real, right? Oh, they're real. They're absolutely real. Well, why the hell wouldn't they host a them? Lot a lot of problems within the bureau because of the way they were written. As a matter of fact, one of the things inside those emails was um, this woman, Jennifer Moore is her name, praising FBI agents who went out and arrested two people in connection with Janu- January 6th. But the problem is that the arrest was, quote, in connection with the death of the, um, the, the M- uh, MPD police officer um, who was actually not killed because of January 6th but died of a stroke a day later, I'm just blanking on his name right off the top of my head because I'm, I'm um, Sicknick, 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 Officer yeah. Brian Sicknick. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. And, so, and, so and by the and by the way, we know that Brian Sicknick didn't die that day. He wasn't hit with a fire extinguisher. He wasn't beaten and battered. He did take some pepper spray. Wrote to his his uh, brother-in-law that night. I'm fine. Everything's fine. I got a little pepper spray, but I'll be fine. And he died like the next day of a stroke. 
and there is no connection that, that that can be made medically to January 6th and the riot and him dying, although he, he just got posthumously some sort of a award from Biden and his parents uh, are out there getting a uh, getting an award talking about how the, the far MAGA Republicans killed their son. So I mean, this is a story yeah. that we know is being perpetrated on the American people. So you're telling me there are two people arrested in connection with his death that wasn't connected to January 6th at all? Correct. Come on. Yes. Come on, Tracy. And that was highlighted in the column. I know it's terrible. And this is this is the, this is the thing. And these guys aren't doing this anonymously, Joe. They're putting their names and faces out there. Like Kyle is very blatant. So on this other story with with the um, with the FBI manual, the anti-Catholic memo, as we're calling it, right? People are telling Kyle from inside the bureau that the document, despite statements to the press suggesting it was revoked, is actually still on the FBI servers and trending in the top three on the Intel portal. And also, the message to employees from inside the Bureau is, quote, protect the brand of the FBI. Wow. Wow. It's Tracy Beans. Go to UncoverDC.com, UncoverDC.com. Follow her everywhere. A great follow on Twitter and Getter and Truth and Gab and everything, at T-R-A-C-Y-B-E-A-N-Z. So let me make sure I have it right. Kyle blows the whistle, writes the article on UncoverDC.com. Everybody should go and read that. Um, it gets back to the FBI. They're forced to respond. This does not rise to our standards. We're going to get rid of it. And the truth is, they said they were going to get rid of it, but they didn't. And in fact, it's still being used in their training. It appears that they're still using it, yes, from what, what's being get, given to Kyle from inside the Bureau. It is still there. And they have basically like a top three ranking of what's most, most searched in the Intel portal. So it's got the attention of a bunch of people within the, within, within the bureau who are looking for this thing for some reason, whether it's because they want to read it for themselves because it's so unbelievable or because they're going to actually use it for something, which is the problem. It's a slippery slope. You know, these things have been released before the manuals that say that anyone who has a Gadsden flag is a possible uh, militia, violent extremist, et cetera, so on and so forth. The politicization at our Justice Department has reached levels that I didn't think we'd ever see in in this country ever. And I don't know how you rein this in. That's the problem. Well, I, I I, ho- hopefully, through, hopefully through oversight. Has Kyle or has Steve Friend spoken with Jim Jordan or his staff recently? Will they be called to testify? I know that... Um, Jim, Jim Jordan and the committee have interviewed some witnesses. I, I, I don't know about Kyle. Um, I'm not sure if they've gotten in there yet. I really I don't know. Okay. However, they're subpoenaing people left and right. And, I, and, you know, if history serves, they'll be in court challenging those subpoenas because Jennifer Moore, author of those emails, they were like captain's logs she would write to her staff. So captain's log, day 46 of COVID quarantine. Wow. Um, my kids are outside playing in the leaves, and we took the dogs for a walk. And, you know, so-and-so had a baby, and I'm what so proud heck? of this classified information I'm not supposed to be telling you. And I hope everybody went out and got their Fauci ouchie legitimately <sighs> said that. Come on, man. It is uh, Tracy Beans. Go to uh, Tracy Beans over on all the social media, UncoverDC.com. And I want to make sure I understand the other part of this. Um, whistleblowers are supposed to be protected by law. You can blow the whistle and oversight will look into it. And if there's something there, then you've, you've done something that's worthy for the American people that pay your paycheck. But again, Kyle is being, uh, he's being punished. He's still not getting paid, right? Oh, no, he's not getting paid. His clearance has been suspended now permanently so he's being punished for being um, a whistleblower which is against the law absolutely absolutely yes yeah yeah and so is steve friend they're they're denying him the ability to get employment anywhere else 
um, it's really a travesty. They are absolutely being targeted for blowing the whistle. And as I was saying, this, this usually they do an insider threat training like any business would do. Like yeah. if somebody is co- is compromisable, here are things that you should look for. And they've conflated the two trainings now instead of keeping them separate as they used to because they're sending a message to the guys inside the bureau and the girls inside the bureau. Don't talk to anyone. And if you want to talk to anyone, you have to go through our liaison to Congress. Don't go directly to them, which is completely against the law. They're not allowed to force people to do that. What is the point at that point of oversight? And I say, what's the point of oversight now? Because nothing, something better happen fast. This is an out of control bureaucracy that is not with the best interests of the American people by any stretch of the imagination. It's Tracy Beans. Thank God Adam Schiff is off the uh, Intel committee. Have you gotten any information from those who are blowing the whistle or those insiders that you have at the FBI or who used to be with the FBI as to whether Adam Schiff, this is out of the blue, but whether he was in fact leaking intelligence information? We know it got leaked. We know false information about Russia collusion was leaked. We know that false information about the stupid dossier was leaked. Um, uh, is there anybody pointing to you in your journalistic, uh, you know, um, pursuit that it was Adam Schiff who was doing it? Do we need, do we need that? Well, do we no. Do anyone to tell us? I mean, honestly, well, no. he's gone and it's not happening anymore. <laughs> no, no, I, I agree with you, but he's still lying. He's still saying he never did it. And we've got people who say, who are, I mean, Devin Nunes told me if he didn't do it, who, who did it? So, I mean, it's yep. got to be Adam Schiff, and the guy's still in Congress, and he's still on committees, not the Intel Committee. Um, but but I, I guess maybe the bigger, the broader question is, why is it that that side gets away with it, and now that Republicans are in charge, they might not get anything done? And, and sadly, you're right, what you said a little while ago, will there be oversight? I don't know. I believe Jim Jordan. I believe Matt Gates. I hope so. But will there be? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, at this point, the best that they can do is what they're doing, and, and yeah. the American people demand it. You know, and I have a friend um, who does a lot of amazing work on the social media censorship side of things, and all of these NGOs and not-for-profits and other groups that are being paid by the federal government, and basically working, we've talked about Missouri v. Biden a lot on, on the show together, and there's a ton more surrounding that that's right. coming out, and he's getting calls from Congress to speak with them about what he's found. So I guess I'm just invisible because I have a, an encyclopedia's worth of information that nobody has asked me for. They're afraid of me because I'll hold them accountable. Well, There's I, I, the difference. Well, you, you are not invisible to us and not to my audience, that's for sure. It's Tracy Beans. Go and follow her everywhere. Tracy, last name B-E-A-N-Z, and go check out UncoverDC.com. Check out Kyle's uh, article that he wrote as well. Tracy, thanks a million. I know I'll have Kyle on tomorrow to expand upon this even more. I appreciate the hard work. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks, Joe. All right. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pegg Show. Great to have you. We love having Tracy Beans on. Go to UncoverDC.com, UncoverDC.com. I want to play the video of Don Lemon one more time talking about how women are out of their prime when they're in their 50s. This whole talk about age makes me uncomfortable. I think that, I think it's the wrong road to go down. She says people, you know, politicians or something are not in their prime. Nikki Haley isn't in her prime. Sorry. When a woman is considered to be in her prime in her 20s and 30s and maybe 40s. What do you that's talk? Not acor- Wait. I, that's not according to me. Prime for what? 
Uh, it depends. I mean, it's just like prime. If you look it up, it'll. If you look, if you Google when is a woman in her prime, it'll say twenties, thirties, and forties. I don't necessarily. Forties. Oh, I got it. I'm not decade. saying I agree with that. So I think she has to be careful about saying that. Well, you know, politicians aren't in their I think prime. You need, need to qualify. Are you talking about prime for like childbearing, or are you talking about prime for being president? The facts are. Google it. Everybody. Don't shoot the messenger. I'm just saying what the facts are. Google it. And he he believes that. Believe me, he believed that. Suddenly, he's had a change of heart, Carrie, hasn't he? He has. From TMZ, Don Lemon's clearly feeling the heat, tweeting, The reference I made to a woman's prime this morning was inartful and irrelevant, as colleagues and loved ones have pointed out, and I regret it. A woman's age does not define her either personally or professionally. I have countless women in my life who prove that every day. And I'm sure he heard from every single one of them. Countless women in his life who prove it every day. He just forgot about each and every one of them this morning when he said something stupid. It was inartful. Inartful, Is that the I way know. You, get out, you get out of stuff, it was inartful? <laughs> That's so, I don't what know if I've ever used that word. It was inartful. It was inartful. How about, I'm sorry. I was a really, really stupid thing to say, and I'm sorry. I think you should Google inartful. I think you should Google his face. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because, I mean, he's, he says three, two or three different times, Google it. But, but trust me, I'm right. Hey, don't don't shoot the messenger. Carrie, he really believed that this morning. I think he did, yeah. So the whole idea that he went, man, that was kind of inartful of me. And <laughs> no, it wasn't. What? It was exactly how you felt. Is it artful? Hmm. It was okay. exactly what you believed. Now, is I can't think of a good reason why this guy still has a job. What is CNN waiting for? Is it a time? I don't know. I don't know. But do you th- really think something's going to happen? I don't know if it will. I don't think so. Well, I don't think I don't think many people thought they would move him from prime time down to the mornings and hide him in the morning. Mm-hmm. And his co-anchors already they can't stand him. I mean, there have been stories for two or three weeks about how he just can't stand the guy. And now he says something like that, and Poppy Harlow, who I don't I don't know, looked like she was getting ready for a fight. She was like, "I'm sorry, what?" So I mean, the whole thing at would po- tell me you're not qualified for the job without telling me you're not qualified <laughs> for the job. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's good. Is, isn't that is that kind of where we are on this? Um, I'm going to say yes. Yes. It was inartful. What does that I'm, even I'm mean? Now I have to look that up. You can look up the word inartful? Mm-hmm. Oh, it just meant that he normally is a great artiste on the air with how he spins a phrase, and this time he was inartful the way he did it. Oh, awkwardly expressed, but not necessarily untrue. Ill-phrased. Oh, oh so it might still be true. <laughs> All right, quick break here. We're back after this. Stay here. This is the Joe Pegg Show.